0: Welcome to the Heal and Grow Journey podcast. I'm Jennifer, your host, a mental health and wellness advocate and a trauma survivor. This platform will be used to break the silence and create awareness around mental health in the Black community and in general for all people. My hope is that you will feel seen, heard, supported and valued as we progress through the journey of healing and growing. Welcome back to the Heal and Grow Journey podcast. Thank you for listening. My topic for today is self love. Before I dive into the topic, though, I did want to acknowledge Kim Janey. Kim Janey is the first Black woman mayor of the city of Boston. She was sworn in today, and it's a historical moment. And I just really wanted to just give her a shout out and just to also, you know, recognize Ayanna Presley, who is the, the Congress rep for Massachusetts. She's also black woman and she's the first one in that role as well so she's shattered glass ceilings and now we have kim janey you know as the the mayor of the city of boston and she's the first person of color and also the first woman so kudos to her and i just love to see the progress because representation matters and it was just a beautiful thing to see today so Again, shout out to Kim Janey and congratulations on becoming the first Black woman mayor of the city of Boston. So, moving on to the topic of self-love. So, I've been doing some self-reflecting and just kind of recapping and and, and looking at all the different topics that I've covered thus far on this podcast. I'm at a point where I realized that it's time to start applying or at least discussing with you all how to apply some of the information that has been shared and what you guys are hearing and what you've absorbed, you know, thus far. And so we can sit around all day, you know, listening to podcasts, reading books, listening to sermons, having conversations, et cetera. But at the end of the day, to see change, to see real change, you have to apply what you've learned. And so when it comes to self-love, that is, you know, definitely one of those areas where you have to take action and you have to apply that to your everyday life. And we hear that word, you know, thrown around so frequently when it comes to healing um, and just, you know, focusing on yourself and and things of that nature. But what does self-love even look like? You know what I mean? What does that really look like on a day-to-day basis? And so that was a question that I was asking myself, because when I look back at all the layers that I've peeled back, you know, when you do your self-reflection and especially when you go all the way back to childhood and you peel back all your layers, you figure out where what your current state is and what you're dealing with and what your core wounds are and what was unresolved and your traumas and all of that and how it was showing up in your adult life, et cetera, et cetera. So now with all that being said, and and you have all this self-awareness now, now it's like, how do I love myself and show up for myself through all of this? I know that I deserve better. I can't sit around, you know, waiting for somebody else to save me because there's nobody coming. <laughs> to do that for you. You know, you God is there, yes, and you know, Jesus is your savior in in that regard. But as far as your day-to-day practical life, like you got to do that work. You have to do the work. And so when it comes to self-love, self-love truly is it's like a choice. It's a choice and a commitment. It's a choice, you know, every day to make a healthy choice and to, you know, put yourself first and really figure out what is best for you. It's keeping your own best interests at heart and showing up for yourself each and every day. And so it's a commitment because there are going to be days where you may not want to and not even consciously, but subconsciously, you may not want to make that healthy choice. You may not have the discipline Self-love is not a feeling. It's not like you're going to wake up one day and just be like, oh, I just absolutely love myself so much today. You know, it doesn't really work like that. It's every single day. It's a commitment to like your boundaries. It's a commitment to your well-being. It's a commitment to your mental and emotional health and to your body. You know, it's a commitment to your financial well-being. And it's just a commitment to being well-rounded all and so that's why it's a series of choices that you make each and every day when it comes to to self-love. So this healing and growing journey in itself is an expression of self-love because you're taking the time to pour into yourself and to prioritize yourself and to listen to yourself and to get to know yourself and to discover yourself and to begin to see your true authentic self so all of that in it, in itself is an expression of self love i also came across a saying the other day that really resonated with me and it said love yourself like you're not waiting on someone else to do it for you and that really resonated with me because when it comes to self-love and also even happiness, we have this misconception that it's something that somebody else has to do for us. We, we kind of wait around for somebody else to love us and we wait around for somebody else to make us happy. When in reality, it's really something that only you can do for yourself. When it comes to self-love, you truly need to get to know yourself and shower yourself and embrace that love from yourself so that when you do receive it, From somebody else, it's like icing on the cake, and you can receive it, and you don't have that wall or that barrier up. In addition to receiving it, you're able to pour out, you're able to give love more freely and more easily because you know how to love yourself. And so that saying truly resonated with me. And it was from Miles Scott, a relationship and inner work coach. But he has some really great content. And so part of his particular post, he mentioned that true self-love is a lifestyle and a commitment to the following. First, the willingness to meet yourself deeply, confront your darkness and become aware of your shadows so you can accept and love them. Second, the desire to remain introspective, to develop more self-awareness the discipline needed to leverage that awareness to make new choices and implement new habits. Third, the release of people, situations, and things that drain your energy and your health long-term. Fourth, the commitment to not abandon yourself and what you love for the sake of someone else. Fifth, the clearing of old energy that keeps your nervous system frozen. Sixth, the process of letting go of your old belief systems so you can genuinely believe in your unlimited potential. Seventh, the commitment to taking ownership of your life and emotional state, not waiting on anyone or anything else to love you, make you happy, or provide anything literally as if you were powerless. And the last the choice to remain the owner of your emotions, taking responsibility for how you feel and never assigning blame toward anyone. I just think that's just spot on. I really love how he broke that down. And it was very eye-opening, at least for me anyways. So when it comes to, yeah, not waiting on someone else to love you and you figuring out how to do that for yourself, it's really deep, you know what I mean? And sometimes when you are looking back in life. I know for me, for example, you have to think back, like, how did you learn to love? What example did you see growing up regarding love? And what type of example did your parents model for you when it comes to self-love? Did they love themselves? What what did they show you? So for me, I realized that I had a pretty good example of self-care. <laughs> I saw like, for example, my mom, she's a girly girl. So it was always, yeah, let me go get my hair done. Let me get my nails done. You know, let me go get a new handbag, new shoes, you know, a new outfit. Keeping up your appearance, your physical appearance, always grooming yourself. I remember she used to always tell me like, even if you're going through something in life, nobody should be able to look at you and know what you're going through. So she was just like, like, no matter what, you always take care of your yourself, you know, and keep yourself up. And that always stuck with me. So when it comes to self-care, like, I'm going to do that. All those things that I mentioned. And, you know, now I've added more things to the list, you know, like exercise and, you know, just bubble baths and massages. And yeah, just time for yourself, prioritizing yourself, carving out that time, Removing yourself from toxic environments, protecting your peace, your energy, all of that I'm going to add to the self-care list. And so I had a good example of that. But as far as like the self-love, I'm not really sure. And if I was seeing it, I probably didn't know that's what I was seeing. I do know now that my mom's uh, love language is gifts. So I kind of attribute that to the book, The Five Love Languages. So I figured that out through reading that book. For my romantic partner, for my husband, but then also I started to look at, you know, other connections in my life, like what is that person's love language, et cetera. So I figured that out with her. And so with that being said, I always got gifts and things. So she definitely expressed and showed her love through her love language, which was gifts. And now that kind of transcended over to me. I realized now for me as well, parts of my love language is gifts also. And so I know I kind of, you know, absorbed that from her. My point is, we have to look at the foundation that we received and what our starting point was regarding how to love ourselves and so for some of us, we had a lot of barriers, roadblocks and things like that and I know you know parts of my childhood trauma that I've talked about in previous episodes definitely you know left me feeling, yeah, I guess unlovable and and not worthy and things like that, because that's just the way that your mind interprets things especially at a young age. You don't really understand. You can't really process what's happening, so you just blame yourself for it basically. And um, you know, that could stay with you. So it's a process of unlearning all of that and realizing like, okay, nobody's coming to save me. I need to take the time to really get to know myself, discover myself, sit with myself, spend time with myself, you know, to enjoy my own company. And Express that love to myself and know that even if there's nobody else out there that's giving me love at this moment, like I'm giving it to myself and I'm good and I'm content and I'm deserving and I'm worthy and you can just build yourself up. So it's really a process of building yourself up from the inside out. And like I said previously, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not like you're just going to wake up one day and it's like, boom, okay, this is it. It's constant choices and commitments that you make on a daily basis that will communicate to yourself love. And so it's just really time to apply that, I guess, is why I wanted to cover that on this episode. I just want to encourage you that are listening, if you're not doing so already, just take the time to actually implement some of this, you know what I mean, on a daily basis, So, for example, some of the things we've already covered is like reacting versus responding. You know, that that is a form of love, self-love. You know what I mean? Because if you don't allow somebody to pull you out of character, you're showing yourself love. And so if you can discipline yourself, you know, respond and not react, kudos to you. That's a healthy choice. You know what I mean? So that's a way of you showing love to yourself. Enforcing your boundaries is another way. We've talked about that also. Enforcing your boundaries, keeping your boundaries. And then if somebody's not honoring your boundaries, you know, then you making a healthy choice for yourself to govern yourself accordingly. You may need to limit your interaction with that person or remove them altogether. You know, you would figure that out for yourself. And that's a form of self-love. So it's every day just figuring out What decision, what choice can I make today that's going to honor myself? And the more that we do that every single day, the more that we're building up our love for ourselves. And that is a beautiful thing. And it's a very critical and important thing that we learn how to do because it will shape the direction of your life. It'll shape the quality of your life. It'll shape, you know, your relationships. It affects every aspect of your life. So if you want to have a healthy life, a healthy relationship with yourself, a healthy relationship with others, yeah, self-love is critical. I think it's just key to understand that this is something that you have to do for yourself. Stop getting into, you know, relationships, romantic relationships, looking for, you know, somebody else to do that for you. Yes, their love is icing on the cake, but you have to learn how to love yourself. You just have to, because it'll help how you love others. And so it's just beneficial, you know, all around. It's beneficial all around. It'll benefit you and it'll benefit those that are closest to you. And when we give all our power away and we expect somebody else to love us that deeply, it's unrealistic And we just set ourselves up for disappointment. And that's why a lot of times we'll walk around and we have these voids we feel a void and we just don't know what, what it's stemming from. You can have all these accomplishments, material things. You could have a great relationship. You could have all these things going for you, but you'll still feel like a void. Like you have some type of void inside and nine out of 10 times at the root of that, is usually a lack of self-love and you're just looking for all these external things to fill that void that you have inside and they just can't, it can't, it won't ever fill that void and so you can get the fanciest car, you can get the biggest house, you can go on all these lavish vacations, you can get all the promotions you want and at the end of the day, you're going to come back home and you're still going to feel a void inside. And so that is a key indicator that you need to sit with yourself and just figure out why do I feel this way? What is this feeling connected to? And just be patient enough. Don't be afraid. Be patient enough with yourself to feel everything and figure that out and see where it, where you land when you start to do that self-reflection and peel back the layers. Because once you do that, and you see where your starting point is, then you can begin to move forward in your healing process. So you have to know where you came from in order to kind of know where you're going, basically. So you got to see your, your current state and then you can identify, you know, your future state. So it's a process is basically what I'm saying. And don't be afraid of it because it's necessary. It's necessary. And so once we can do that, we're on the right path to healing and growing and and just experiencing that freedom. So that is the journey. That is a path that I am on every single day, making a healthy choice and honoring myself and showing up for myself. Because it's like, you know, what I had to say to myself is like, I can't get mad at other people that's not showing up for me or, you know, other people that are just not, you know, meeting whatever expectations that I probably set in my mind that I never even communicated to them. Because I got to start with me first. Like, am I meeting my own expectations? Am I loving myself the way that I need to be loved? Like, You really have to take accountability for how you treat you before you can look at what anybody else is doing because we don't have control over other people. And so it's like, okay, focus on where you have power and that's really over yourself. That is what I wanted to just share today at a high level. You know, this is really just a check in, encouraging you guys to just apply some of this information. Continue to listen, but also let's just start applying it and implementing it so that we can see the transformation in our day to day lives. All right. Until next time. If you need to contact me, I can be reached via email at healandgrowjourneypodcast at gmail.com. If you have not done so already, please write a review on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy listening to Heal and Grow Journey, I would greatly appreciate the support. In addition, please follow the Heal and Grow Journey Instagram page at healandgrowjourney. Please like and follow the Heal and Grow Journey podcast Facebook page, And the Heal and Grow Journey podcast Twitter page. Until next time, take care.